Welcome to the Simple Cocktails Podcast. I'm Greg Mays, Managing Editor of SimpleCocktails.net. And I'm Lisa Mays. Thanks for tuning in. You know, there was something that you said on our last show that had me thinking, and okay. I've been thinking about this all day today. All right. Speakeasies. Yes. Um, the whole, like, prohibition thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, it's, like, it's kind of trying to yeah, relive it. Yeah, it's romanticized. I have, I'm going to be honest, I have no desire to ever go to a speakeasy. Yeah. If somebody wants to take me, I'll be like, sure. I love free drinks, but... Like I'm not gonna pay to do that. I I don't know. It's it's more like theater to me, and then it's romanticizing something that that was something that they had to do. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't like for wasn't funsies. The, exactly. It wasn't like remember the good old days when the FBI would kick in the door. <laughs> right. Why don't we have that it anymore? It just it misses its umph because it's not you know. Yeah. So uh, two things happened last time we had. Um, uh, Manhattan moonshine, right? Right. So we talked about the whole like prohibition era drinks, and it's like eh, that doesn't <laughs> appeal to me necessarily. Yeah, you right? don't want to really market that, right? I've, especially whiskey. I've read about prohibition whiskey. Right. It wasn't necessarily good. Right. It's like uh, I don't know, like tofu. Like there's people who have to do it. Right. But <laughs> it's not your first choice necessarily. <laughs> right. It might be mine. That's yeah, okay. that's not a good example, but you know, bad example, mean. right? Right. So, and, and then what happened is I've I just started reading, reading Booze Hound, uh, which is by Jared Wilson. It's uh, the subtitle is like on the on the um, the subtitle is on the trail of the rare and the obscure and spirits or okay. something like that. He actually has a whole section. It's kind of a comedy book. Right. Like, it really is kind of just loosely about cocktails and liquor. Right. But it's more just like a comedy book, and it's pretty funny. But he writes a whole section about this speakeasy that was opening a couple years ago, and they sent all the media emails inviting them to the opening of the speakeasy. Uh And, of course, the email had, like, the password and go to the door with a blue light or whatever. And it's like (laughs) – but. You just invited all the media. Like, right. this isn't a speakeasy, right? <laughs> like, everybody's aware of that. Totally. And then he got inside and they gave him a note. Don't use your phone. Don't take pictures. <laughs> Don't tell anybody we're here. And it's like. Don't look at me. Look and it, so, yeah. <laughs> Don't look at me. Look at me. <laughs> exactly. look at me. <laughs> so, so the conclusion to the story is that place is out of business. Right. Right? But we don't need speakeasies, right? right. It's kind of cute. It is. It like it's like I said, if it's if if it's on the if it's on the vein of dinner theater. Right. Then I could totally it's get almost it. If like you're going to get me flapper chicks dancing on the stage, I'll be totally down for that. It's almost like that. If I feel like I'm signing up for a theater experience, that's a little different than right. I just want to go get a drink. I want Please a good don't cocktail. make me remember a bunch of stuff. Right. Okay. All right. I'm with you on that. Yeah. <laughs> so speakeasies, thumbs down? Thumbs down. All right. But like I said, if you want to treat me to one, yes. I'll totally go. So only free speakeasies are the ones that we are interested in. <laughs> All right. I'm excited to talk to you about this. Okay. Uh, this item arrived for us in the mail yesterday. It weighs a ton. It does. I think it may be four pounds yeah. of bottle. Uh, so this bottle, let's let's just talk it through. This is going to be something that it'll be nice to show show photos, right? right. right? Uh, so make sure you look at Instagram and stuff. We'll have some photos. Uh, this is Tavi Tequila. Okay. T A V I, and as we all know, tequila means it's made in Mexico. This is a silver tequila. 
So here's the thing about Tavi Tequila. We opened the box and we unwrapped it. We get let's let's tell the truth. We run a liquor blog, so we get liquor in the mail a lot. Right. And books and all the fun stuff that you guys read about, we get that in the mail. So we opened it, we unrolled it, and then we you looked at the bottle first and you're like, Wow, yeah. that's pretty snazzy. I have been waiting for a very elaborate tequila bottle. That's and not offensive. You know what I mean? <laughs> are you sure that this is the one? That's gorgeous. All right. That okay. is gorgeous. So it's flat on the front and curved on the back. Mm-hmm. And uh, through the back, etched in the bottle is a naked lady. Mm-hmm. Um, but a she, silhouette. A silhouette of a naked lady with minor detail mm-hmm. on the on the face and parts. Okay. Um but she's we joked it was a bit of a crucifixion, but I I, I think it's really more like a Da Vinci thing. Right. Right? Her hands yes. are out. Yes. Okay. So we see her silhouette. And then as we look closer we notice that even in the stopper. Right. It's like a little globe. Is a yeah, it's it's like those things you buy at Hallmark where you put the little light under them and it has yeah. like a little etched glass. You know what it reminds me of uh, at Disneyland, the Haunted Mansion, yes. where there's the globe. The, and the, there's the, uh, yeah, yeah, the talking heads. Yes, yes that's exactly, yeah. That, yeah. And they're telling you your fortune yeah. and all that. And so this, it's like that. This etching on the, the little globe is really gorgeous. It's pretty cool. It's, it's the same design. So your fortune is a naked lady. Yeah. Apparently. <laughs> or she's telling you our fortune. If you drink enough of that bottle. <laughs> right. So this is a 30, or, I'm sorry, it's a 40% tequila. It's 100% blue agave, which is good. Um, what would you, let's play a fun contest. This All is right. something you don't know yet. Oh, nice. Uh, so I looked up, uh, occasionally, especially when I do blog posts, I try to include the price just to give some people some some okay. sort of uh, perspective. All right. So I did the Google Tavi Tequila price. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is Tavi Platinum. Okay. They do have some aged versions, but the price usually doesn't matter a lot between the less and the more age. So what would you pay for this bottle of Tavi Tequila? Or I shouldn't ask that. What <laughs> do you think this costs? Well, uh, I'm going to say 80. Uh, I'm going to say 80, Bob. Yeah, that's that's about right. You've and just about really? nailed it. Oh. Uh, I saw it on uh, different liquor sites from anywhere between eighty and one hundred and ten dollars. Oh, yeah. So this is a high dollar tequila. I'll tell you frankly, this is the most expensive. No, it's not. I've had some the really expensive Don Julios. Okay. This is the most expensive full bottle of tequila we yeah. have. Uh, we've had some of the hundred and three hundred dollar Don Julios, but I just had a little little bit. So it's time to taste this. Okay. All right. It smells like tequila. Yeah, <laughs> let's, pass, let's pass this bottle around. You made me concerned. I'm just going to pour it in one cup and then pour it from cup yeah. to cup. That seems to make the most sense. This is not an easy cup to pour. So, All right, so this is a silver tequila. It should be a little muggy, right? It's 100% blue agave. Right. So should taste like tequila, I suppose. Okay, cheers. It's not bad. It burns. It's got it's got a spice. It's got a uh, pretty good spiciness. It burns. <laughs> it's muggy. It's yeah. spicy. It tastes like a silver mm. tequila. It's not as muggy as I've had before. No, the burn. That's true. I just hear. I just feel the burn more. Uh, spice. I, I would call that spice. Okay. It's spicier than most right, young yeah. tequilas, and it's spicier and less muggy than most young tequilas, okay. which is interesting, and I think makes it relatively unique. So the question becomes. Is it unique enough, bottle and liquid, to justify the price? And maybe we're not the ones to make that decision. Yeah. Maybe we're not the pricing experts in the liquor I think industry. So. I'm not. I'm not surprised to see that this is an eighty dollar bottle. Yeah. You know, the bottle is gorgeous. Oh, is the tequila eighty dollars? 
flavor wise. I'm not a tequila person. It's it's pretty good. Yeah, I'll I, actually yeah. say it's pretty good. I I'm mean, not shocked by that at all. I don't often have eighty dollars laying around to buy a bottle of tequila, mm-hmm. but if I did, I would consider this one. If somebody gave this to you for Christmas, you'd yeah. be like, "That's a good friend." Yeah, I think so. That's I would, a nice friend. I'd be interested, and obviously, I'm going to keep the stopper around, yes, right? Yes, you are. Are you going to put in like a chain around it? Uh, yeah, I'm going to wear it. I'm going to wear it around my neck. <laughs> I think that you should weld it to like your. Uh... It's really heavy. <laughs> To your stick, you know? Oh, yeah, you yeah, go. your stick shift. There you go. That's pretty cool. It's Isn't a little it? smaller than that. It's about the size of a golf ball, but um, I think that's pretty hip. Is it? You're right about that, Lisa. <laughs> you know you're extra cool when you put tequila bottles uh, stoppers on your stick shift. <laughs> All right, it's time for a cocktail that will sound pretty familiar to you, but then it has a twist. Okay. This cocktail is called the club. Like a lemon twist? Yes. No, it doesn't. Okay. It has no garnish, so don't even start. Okay. Okay? <laughs> I know. You're so furious about the garnish. Uh, so this cocktail is called the club. The club. Right. Uh, there's actually several clubbed named cocktails. There's the turf club. Okay. There's the gentleman's club, which is like a brandy and gin and soda water. I've made it on the blog. Okay. Uh, But this one is just called the Club Cocktail. Okay? So we're going to try it out. It's going to be familiar as far as ingredients, so let's do it. First off, this is a stirred cocktail. It's all booze. There's no citrus, no cream, so we're going to stir it. All right. Uh, I would like you to put two ounces of gin in our stirring container. That's a full bottle. Yeah, we just cracked this bottle. (laughs) All right, next up, this is going to be familiar to you. I'd like you to put one ounce of dry vermouth. What do you feel like we're making, Lisa? Did I give you any time to think about it? Yeah, it feels like a martini. I've I've actually, uh, when we have good vermouth like we do now, uh, I usually make my martinis two to one. Okay. So I I go pretty high on the vermouth. One ounce? One ounce. Dry. Of dry vermouth. So this is basically a Greg martini. It is. (laughs) <laughs> but now we add the third ingredient that makes it the club cocktail. All right, uh, and this is uh, a favorite amongst bartenders. Oh, it is beloved. The color. We just came from the liquor store and saw that this was fifty-two dollars a bottle. Yes. Uh, so this is yellow chartreuse. Okay. Okay. Uh, not green chartreuse, which is the original version of chartreuse. Okay. Uh, remember, we tasted the two a long time ago. Do you remember the difference? No. Okay. So green chartreuse is drier. It is not as sweet. Okay. And it's a little higher in alcohol. I want to say green is 50% and yellow is 40. Yep. And yellow is sweeter. <laughs> it's awesome. a derivative of green chartreuse. Okay. All right. Okay? Good. So here's what we do. And I'm going to do this part. A little crusty on the top because right. it's a liqueur. We add a dash of yellow oh, chartreuse. Gosh. That's so impossible. Dash Unless is a lot of pressure. Even even with bitters bottles, those are really hard. Okay, that was a lot. That was probably a double dash, but I, <laughs> but I don't really care. it's sweet chartreuse, so I'm really okay it's with gonna, that. Yeah, it's going to even everything out. See, because up, up until that point, I was like, these are all the good things that you like. Yes. This is the opposite of the gin that I like. The opposite of the... Vermouth that I like, right? But but you like yellow chartreuse. I do. The yeah, so we'll, one. yeah, so we'll do this. Ice in the mixing glass. Alrighty, this is a stirred cocktail, so give it a stir for a while, Lisa. General rule is that you stir twice as long as you would shake. Really? Yep. Okay. Do you you want a little bit of the water to? 
the ice to dilute a It'll little dilute bit. some. Okay. It actually dilutes less than a shaker. Because okay. a shaker breaks the ice, right. and stirring doesn't break the we ice. We had a conversation about that on the plane um, back from New Orleans. Okay. The fact that, that there's not a lot of cocktails that I like on the rocks. Yeah. And it's mainly because on the rocks, it changes the drink. It does. Throughout the entire entire enjoyment of it. Like, it does. It, it could be at its best at the beginning or at mm-hmm. its worst. You just don't know. Right. And that's uh, that came up in New Orleans. We were at a seminar, and they were talking about the Negroni. Right. Uh, where, where one of the presenters said that the Negroni is best served on the rocks mm-hmm. because the bitterness of Campari is mellowed out by ice. And so if you serve it up, it's just a little too bitter the whole way through. Yeah. All right. So this is the club cocktail. We're pouring it in our cocktail glasses. No garnish. Uh, just a lovely light yellow hue. Is that normal? The light yellow? The nor- the no garnish. Like, um, does it say some, yes. a garnish in the book? No, there's not a garnish okay. in the book for the club cocktail. This is an old one. This is, this is one of the older ones. Yeah. It's a classy cocktail. It's probably from, you know, you drink it in the golf club, right? Okay. The ones that the women aren't allowed in? Yes. Okay. I hope so. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. That's refreshing. Yeah, I'm going to drink like eight of those. That's refreshing. Now you need a bigger cup than That's nice. Than so another one, I, I don't know if we've done this in the podcast. My memory escapes me. But another version of a martini that's a lot like this right. is the obituary. Okay. The obituary is a gin martini like this with a dash of absinthe. Yeah. So you have all this, all of these martini types and then you add a dash of whatever and it becomes a different drink. So this oh, is the I club see. cocktail. Delicious. I love it. The key to any gin-heavy drink is good gin, though. Right. Make sure you get a good gin. We use Martin Miller's. Use a good gin. Right. All right? Uh, We're doing something new. I'd like to tell our listeners about this. Uh, We have set up an email address, and we'd like to hear from you. Yeah. It is podcast at simplecocktails.net. We'd like to just hear, I don't know, questions, things you like to say. I have a feeling they're going to be all corrections on the Corrections, comments. And that's okay. Yeah, that's fine. I still want to hear from you. It's true. We (laughs) want to hear from you. So if you are a listener to the podcast, uh, I don't know how else you would have heard me say this, but... Because you're listening to the podcast, <laughs> send us an email, podcast at simplecocktails.net. Let us know where you're at, what you're drinking, what you're enjoying, what you like about the show, and we'll try to do more of that. I'm Greg Mays. I'm the managing editor of simplecocktails.net. And I'm Lisa Mays. Check us out on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Thanks for tuning in. Cheers. Cheers.